0: UFC 2988 is on the horizon with Alexander Volkanovsky facing off with Ilya Tuporia for the UFC featherweight title of the world, including more fights of Robert Whitaker, Paulo Costa, Jeff Neal, Ian Gary, Ian Gary finally back from the mysterious flu that he got, <laughs> Miral Devajvili versus Henry Cejudo. And then rounding out the bottom of the main card, Anthony Hernandez versus uh Roman Kopilov. There are some not- noticeable fights on the um on the prelim. We've got Amanda Lemos versus Mackenzie Durham, Marcos Rodrigo, De Lima, uh Taffa fell out of the card, but his brother steps in Junior Tafa, who's also five and one. Oh man, I didn't even realize we were supposed to get Tatiana Suarez on this card. She got injured. I didn't know it was this card, though. And starting off the card in the early, early prelims, we got Andrea Lee versus Miranda Maverick. So we're going to start out with some good fights. But, you know, I only do breakdowns of the main card uh, because this is a few hours before the fight. And I didn't have a bunch of time to do tons of research on all the fighters. So... Support me if you want me to do more breakdowns because I enjoy doing these, although they are highly abbreviated. There's a lot of UFC or there's a lot of fight fans that aren't super hardcore fans like you or I, the ones that choose to listen to this podcast. So I like to keep them brief and give you guys a a small breakdown of what they actually do. That being said, here we go. Anthony Hernandez versus Roman Kopilov. They're starting the card out. Now, this is going to be a pretty good fight. Anthony Hernandez is slowly making a name for himself, if you haven't noticed. He's on a four-fight win streak, um, only losing to Kevin Holland. Let's see, he was on Contender Series. He started off his career with the Laws versus Marcus Perez, beat Jun Young Park, lost to Kevin Holland, which is no shame. Kevin Holland is a beast. And then successfully beat Rodolfo Vieira, Josh Fremd, Marc-Andre Barriut, and Edmund Shabazian. Now, I know his nickname is Fluffy, and that's pretty pretty funny, but he is not Fluffy in any other sense. He is ready to fight. He is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. And he uses it well. He's also a striker, but he's still young in the game. Only 30 years old, so he's just getting started. Now, Roman Kopulov, they're about around the same record. Um, Anthony being 11-2 and and Roman being 12-2. and It looks like they have a common opponent in Josh Fram, which they both beat. But he is also on a four-fight winning streak. Uh, He actually started off with two losses in the UFC, but... Came on strong with four-fight winning streak on both sides. So this is going to be a great fight to start off the card. I don't know who truly wins. Uh, Man. Let's see. So last time Anthony Hernandez went out. TK on the third round versus Marc Andre. Triangle in the third round. Josh Frim. Decision. Rodolfo Frieta. Submission in the second round. So let's see. Josh Frim. He fought in the last Volkanovski card with Anthony Hernandez. So Josh Frim, third round unanimous decision. And Josh Frim, ooh, KO punch to the body round two. ooh, And that was recent as September of last year and May of last year. Okay, okay. So judging by the way of victory i'm gonna pick roman kopilov um, only because he he knocked out josh friend in the second round and anthony took him to decision now that doesn't mean anything okay that doesn't mean anything this is just me not knowing the fighters extremely well and making an educated pick based on common opponents and time of last fight okay <laughs> So if your judge was like, hey, he, he's, he should be better than that, I do not know. I am not a super fan of either of these fighters. I know of these fighters because I've seen them on undercards before. I probably talked about them on this very podcast before, but they haven't done enough stuff for me to look into them more. As I get more time and as I do other things, I may have time to look at all these fighters in more of a detailed fashion. But for now, we get this. So I'm going to go with Romy um by unanimous decision, probably. I don't see each other knocking them out. If anything, I see uh, Anthony Hernandez maybe submitting Roman Kopilov, but I don't think that's, that's going to be the way to victory here, so... Anyways, Roman Kopilov is gonna be my bet. So now we're moving on to Henry Cejudo versus Marab Devozfili. Now Rob is a beast, he is a buzzsaw, he has two losses. He started off his UFC career with two losses, and after that, he's gone on a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine fight win streak. And we all know Henry Cejudo, arguably the best combat sports athlete. In the world or in history, um, only has two or three losses. Lost to Aljamain Sterling, obviously, um, in the last title fight. No shame. Aljamain's good. He's going off. He was streaking in his career, so it's not the worst loss. And I don't think that should discourage Henry from wanting to retire. Although I think he said if he loses, he will strongly consider or he will retire. Now. We all know Henry Cejudo, youngest U.S. Olympian, I think, in his away class. He won it when he was 18, um, beat Demetrius Johnson. Or I think he was the first person in the UFC to beat Demetrius Johnson. Uh, I don't know if this UFC Live versus Dominic Cruz counts. I think that was something special either way. He was the first person to beat Demetrius Johnson after that long streak he had with the title. Uh, So we know what Henry brings. And he's going to bring a wrestling heavy style. I know if you guys watch UFC in any capacity, he does these breakdown videos. He's a coach. He has a gym down in Arizona. And he do all sorts of wild and crazy things to get ready for fights. Um, But I think... In my opinion, I don't think Marab is a better fighter than Henry. But I think Marab will be too much for Henry. And when I say too much for Henry, it's just because he's younger. He has more to fight for. Henry is, (laughs) like you said, triple C. Olympic gold. Bantamweight. Bantamweight. What is his first weight class? I'm blinking here. Bantamweight. Let's see. What? And flyweight. Wow. I'm an idiot. Flyweight. That's how long it's been. (laughs) That's how long it's been. Because I think he was last of flyweight in 2019. Versus TJ Dillashaw. So... (laughs) If this was any other time, I would pick Henry Cejudo, but I can't go against Marab. Marab streaking. I think he's going to be the next bantamweight champ, um, and I think he gets it after this shot. So I'm going with Marab for this one. So we got Roman. We got Marab. Jeff Neal versus Ian Gary. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So again, if y'all didn't know. Jeff, hands of steel. Neil is from Harker Heights, which is an adjacent city to Colleen. So one day, one shining day, I will get him on the podcast and talk about growing up <laughs> down in Colleen and see see how his experience in that town was. Because I I meet so many people that were in Colleen or Fort Hood or state or stationed at Fort Hood now, Cavassos, and everyone's experience is different. Right, we don't live in a poor city, it's a nice city, but some of us have the worst or the best kinds of upbringings. You know, it's just in general where you're either how high in the military your family was, or your circumstances for even living in Killeen. Because I don't know a lot of people that are originally from Killeen because they moved to Killeen. I know a lot of people that moved to clean and stayed there, though, because it's a good place to retire. They got the VA hospital there. Um, They got everything that you need. And it's a pretty well-established city. And because of Fort Hood slash Cavassos, everything is funded decently well. And he's fighting Ian Gary, supposedly the next best thing since Conor McGregor, which I still don't know if that's. The a good thing to call him um, fairly young, 26 years old, Jeff Neal is 33, and Ian Gary obviously undefeated, but hittable. Now, being hittable isn't the worst thing when you're just green into your career. I only say that because he's young. I do not like the fact that people get hit. I do not like the fact that people are willing to take a punch to give a punch when you don't need to. You do not need to do that unless you got power like Deontay Wilder. But when it comes to fighting, all you need to do in my eyes is win. You don't need to be that much better. You don't need to have that much better of a strategy to do anything. I need you to win. And... Quit taking punches and using the Tony Ferguson approach of having a great chin and then trying to submit someone off their back or cutting them up with elbows. Um, but let me talk about these last few fights. So Jeff Neal lost to Shavkat but gave him the best fight that we've seen uh been in. So there's no shame in that loss. He lost to Neil Magny and lost to Wonderwood Thompson. Those were close fights that went to decision with Neil and Steven, um, pulling it out, but he's beaten Mike Perry, Nico Price, Bilal Muhammad. Remember that name? Frank Camacho, Brian Camozzi, Chase Walden. So he's, he's fought the who's who that he's can in, uh, Walter Wright right now, and Ian Gary hasn't fought anybody but Neil Magny. Um, couldn't even finish Neil Magny, even though he had him hurt fairly bad. Um, everyone else is kind of relatively unknown. They're both, they're all, you know, UFC fighters, but I do not know them for sure. Jordan Williams, Darian Weeks, Gabriel Green, Keenan Song, Daniel Rodriguez, obviously undefeated currently 13 and 0 and Ian Gear or Jeff Neal is 15 and 5 but i think Jeff Neal's 15 and 5 is stronger than Ian Gary's 13 and 0 now i might be biased and i want to pick Jeff Neal well i am picking Jeff Neal but Ian Gary definitely has a way to win if he can survive the onslaught. Because Jeff Neal is not going to lay down and let him win. Just because he's this guy and he wants to prove that he's the next best thing since Conor McGregor. So I'm picking Jeff Neal. Um, it's going to be a unanimous decision though. He is not going to knock him out. Have a possibility of submissions. But they say Ian Gary is good at submissions. I'm not sure. I haven't had to see it yet. So we'll see. Next up, Bochina versus Bobby Knuckles. One of the biggest fights that could ever happen right now. I don't know why it's on this card versus another card, but this is what we get. So, famously, Robert Whittaker was the best thing since Israel Adesanya. Because Israel Adesanya is the only person that could have beat him. Um... After that, we saw du Duplessis do what he do, and now he is the champion of the world. But up until then, uh, let's see, when he moved to 170, Mike Rhodes, Clinton Hester, Brad Tavares, Uriah Hall, Rafael Natal, Derek Brunson, Jacques Array, Yoel, Yoel, Darren Till, Jerry cannonier Gastelum, Vittori beat all these guys, made them look like fools. Was a lot closer in the second Adesanya fight. The first Adesanya fight, he was not right. And then he lost to Drickus. Because I think all of us underestimated Drickus Duplessis for a long time. Until he beat Sean Strickland. Um, I don't know. I can say maybe Paulo Costa does good. But he beat an aging Luke Rockhold. And he lost to Vittorio and Israel Adesanya back to back beat yoa romero in 2019 but it wasn't really that convincing to me right it, do- it wasn't convincing enough for me to hold him in higher regard to um put him over robert whittaker sorry folks i don't know if you could hear that in the background but my dogs were tap dancing on their mat so i'm sorry if you guys heard a lot of feet rumbling in the background but as i was saying I can't, in good faith, give Paulo Costa the nod over Robert Whittaker. Even though I think Paulo Costa is younger. Let's see, 32, 33. Robert Whittaker seems like he has a lot more miles on the clock. But Paulo Costa, with his extreme weight cuts, with his lack of activity. And when I say lack of activity, he's fought once a year, almost every year, except for 2023, because he was injured. But it takes so much for him to get to the ring, and plus a Vittori fight. He was overweight by, like, 30 pounds. And with a striker like Robert Whitaker, I don't see a way Paulo Costa wins unless, you know, he knocks out Robert Whitaker. So I'm going Robert Whitaker by unanimous decision, which leads us to... Alexander Volkanovsky versus Ilya Tepodia. Now, this is going to be a great fight because this is the first time we've seen on paper Alexander Volkanovsky can be truly, truly tested by Ilya Tipodia. Um Hard-hitting. Nose to the grindstone featherweight in Ilya Topuria versus Alexander Volkanovsky, who has all the skill in the world. Now, when we say he's a striker, Alex is a good striker. When we say he's a good wrestler, he has good enough wrestling for someone who wasn't a... Like, his main fighting style wasn't wrestling. Um, is he great on offense? Yes. Is he great on defense? Yes. But... He's 35. 35 is not old by any means, but 35 as a professional an athlete is ancient by some. Now, Ilya Tepuria, hands of stone. They say he's good in the ground game. Uh, he's only had a one submission in the UFC. And it looks like he has a bunch of submissions outside of the UFC, but we know the UFC is the gold standard. Um, But he is a hard hitter. He has brutally knocked out three people in a row. And he's 27. (coughs) Excuse me. All signs point against Alexander Volkanovsky. I think all the weight classes under 170 are like 1 in 7 in title fights or retaining title fights. Um, after they turn 35, uh, there's not a lot of breakdown here we can do because it's a clash of styles. Since Ilya Teporia is more of a brawler type and Alexander Volkanovsky Volsk, Volskinovsky, is a refined MMA fighter with a lot of experience in big, big fights. Um, when we look at Volkanovski's record, obviously he's lost to Islam twice, um, but that's stepping up to 155, but as a featherweight, Yair, Max, Zombie, Brian Ortega, Holloway, Holloway, Jose Aldo, Chad Mendes, Darren Elkins, Jeremy Kennedy, Shane Young, it's like all these people you know, you know who all of those fighters are, beating Holloway three times beating Brian Ortega while almost being choked unconscious, being the Korean zombie, being the former featherweight goat in everyone's opinion, Jose Aldo, Chad Mendes, Darren Elkins. Like, these aren't scrubs. And him stepping up to fight Islam Makhachev, he gave Islam his best fight back in February of 2023. So, In my eyes, you can't doubt Volkanovsky until you actually see him lose against a featherweight in the UFC. So I got my money on Alexander Volkanovski, but he's going to have to go to a decision. If he can weather the onslaught of Ilya Tepodia for the whole fight, he will win. If he gets the upper hand, though, watch out for a strong right hand from Ilya Tepodia because he's going to come down with a hammer. Uh So let's see. We got Roman Kopilov, Rob DeVosvili, Jeff Neal, Robert Whitaker, and Alexander Volkanovsky. So I don't know what the betting odds for this is, but it seems like I'm picking all the favorites. Probably not. Jeff Neal is probably not a favorite. And Anthony is probably a favorite. So... We'll see, man. It's going to be a good card. Alexander back in action in his weight, his weight class. We get Robert Whitaker and Polo Costa back. Jeff Neal holding it down for the 2-5 against Ian Gary. Murad beating Triple C. Maybe. Hopefully. So we can see him in the title fight in Anthony Hernandez versus Roman Coppola, which is going to be a banger to start out the card. Um. So everybody tune in. I know I said I was going to do video for these, but I'm not going to do a video right now. Uh, It's just going to take too much work for me to edit and cut uh, before the fights. I promise you I'll have a better schedule. I'm getting so close. You guys don't know how close I am to getting into a normal schedule so I can do these things and take my time. But until then, you're going to get podcasts like these and I hope you enjoy them. And if you want me to do a, a stronger breakdown, I can do that too. I'll find time. I'll stay up in the middle of the night to do it because I really enjoy doing these and really talking about uh, the UFC and the fights coming up. So until then, ladies and gentlemen, I am out. Tune in and tomorrow for the, uh, for the post-show breakdown. Peace.